Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another special episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is Michelle, and who's here with me? Shorts! Oh, no, wait, my name is JD. I got ahead of myself. It's short JD! I was trying to anticipate uh, what you were going to ask me, and obviously uh, I have completely forgotten yet again that the first thing you ask is always who's here with me, whether it's you or me. Well, hey guys, now you have proven another... that you don't you don't listen to what I say. You just prep with your own stuff. So. Look, Michelle, I wow. think what we've proven is that I have no business being in charge of a podcast. Are you guys still with us after all this time of Spooktober shorts? What day is it as this is dropping, Michelle? You're the organized one. Help me uh, out. It's uh, late October. Late October. Something I don't like have the, the dates in front of me. I got a calendar. I can tell you this. Hey, it's October 25th. Nice. Everybody's like, oh, well, let's turn this one off now before it gets any worse. Well, I'll uh, take the in... reins back then. I'll, I'll do it. I, I got it. Go we'll ahead. Get this horse back on the track. Go ahead. The Please railroad do. track. The horses died from being on the railroad tracks. There was a train. Oh, no. Okay. Well, we're horseless, but we've still got a direction for the podcast. Uh, it is Spooktober, everybody. Is it October 25th and you're just now realizing that Halloween's coming up? Well, got bad news for you. It is. Sucks to be you. Yep. 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 Um, so we like to watch a movie every day in the spooky month. And last year we decided to put out an episode every day, uh, during the spooky month, but that would have killed us this year. So we didn't do that. Instead, we did shorts. Um, we liked the idea of people watching along with us and Hey, it actually worked. A lot of people are watching the shorts and then doing the, the listening thing with us. And that's pretty cool. Literally um, would have killed us, by the way. There was a literally. weird demon thing that said if you guys release a feature uh, review every day in October 2023 again, I'm going to kill you. Absolutely. I also just yeah. dropped my shaved ice, so it, the I, demon uh, was making itself known. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where, I don't know what made me think that that was a funny thing to say. But oh, I thought it was funny. You. I thought it was I, hilarious well, until I dropped as my, soon as, my shaved as ice soon as, it, my as soon as it came floor. out of my mouth, I was like, what, did, what are you even talking about, J.D.? Okay, Michelle, you go back to being in control. You're talking about the demon that we made a pact with in order to make our podcast not the worst podcast of all time, but also not the best. He's not a great demon. He did what he could. Um, hey, that's not fair. Not Pazuzu. His name's like Pazaza. He's a knockoff brand. It's kind of sad. His name's um, don't Goop. Tell- yeah, don't tell Goop I said that. He he, we're trying to be buddy buddy and kind of make some new deals for ourselves going into 2024. Uh, so yeah, we do shorts, uh, in Spooktober, and for the next three days, including this one, we decided to make this a chunk of very weird, partially enjoyable, partially nightmare time, <laughs> and we watched three Adult Swim shorts, including yeah. today's Opal, Jack Stauber's yeah. Opal. Yeah, just uh, cooking through some uh, miscellaneous oh, leftovers and things that no things that didn't didn't fit into uh, to our other themes earlier in the month. Uh, and this one is actually where this idea came from. I was just telling Michelle before we started recording uh, that I actually uh, saw uh, Opal uh, for the first time on Max. Uh, just completely neglecting to remember that uh, Max is also where a lot of Adult Swim stuff streams. Uh, and I didn't realize it was an Adult Swim thing. And so I put it on the list because I was like, this thing is weird. We should definitely talk about this in, in the shorts month. Uh, and then I found out uh, oh, when I was looking for a link for it that, oh, this is an Adult Swim thing. 
And that, of course, triggered me to a couple of other things that we're going to talk about uh, coming up here. These next three days, I think, uh, definitely more in what we would call the horror-adjacent uh, realm of our uh, uh, of our, our world here. But uh, when they when they go, I, they, they go. And I think we're going to have some interesting conversations here. Uh, Michelle, had you seen Jack Stauber's Opal before we watched it for this episode? I had not. There's apparently a lot of Adult Swim shorts that I missed. Um, the Broom Shakalaka phase was mostly the Adult Swim stuff that I have seen. Okay. So I'm going to go back and watch more of them. So, I mean, it's been a long time. This is a new Excellent. One. So, yeah, uh, you guys know if you've been paying attention, we're not doing spoiler-free stuff here. Uh, we're just diving right in. If you want to see the short before... Uh, we, uh, we tear it apart. It's like 12 minutes long. There's a link in the episode description. Uh, Michelle, you can find, yeah, it's on YouTube. It's easy to find just uh, Google, uh, not Google, just search. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Even when I'm on YouTube using a search function now, I call it Googling. That is incredible marketing on those people's Uh, parts. The youth, the youth now calling, call it searching it up. You search it up. Oh, that's what my nephews have taught me. No cap. So I'm hip with it. No cap. Uh, no cap, fam. Uh, Please no, don't so ever it, let me say that again, Michelle. No cap? I say no cap. <laughs> the problem is that I use TikTok lingo, ironically, and then it becomes part of my life. I've been saying dope a lot, and I hate it. I said dope oh, like 20 dope. times yesterday. Oh, man, it sucks. I say dope a lot. Yeah, I but I, I said it so many times in one day because I was like, ha, dope. And then I just kept saying be, it's a fun word. That would be a, a cool word. name for a rapper, uh, Sir Dope a lot. <laughs> anyway, Michelle, okay. uh, I'm going to ask you uh, in an attempt to get this back on the rails uh-huh. to do that thing you do where you summarize the plot uh, yeah. for the movie for these people because yeah. I got to be honest with you, I'm not sure I could even do it. Oh, really? Okay, interesting. Uh, I feel confident I can do this one. So Opal is a little girl and she wakes up in the kitchen of her house and they're having cheeseburgers probably for breakfast. And her mom, her dad and her grandpa are there and they're like, we love you, Opal. And Opal starts dancing instead of eating a cheeseburger. And then she wants to go to the neighbor's house and her mom's like, don't worry about that house. And then she's like, nope, I'm going to that house. So she goes in and there's an old guy and he's blind and he loves TV and he calls her Claire. And then she's not Claire. And the old man falls out of his chair. All of this is accompanied by music for the record um his is my favorite jam about why does breathing look so easy on tv it's it's a real good jam um and then she runs upstairs to get away from the grandpa dude and then she runs into a man who's surrounded by mirrors because he has been rejected by society for being too ugly and now he's just obsessed with himself and he does a whole monologue and then a song and then he realizes she's not Claire and she breaks the mirror then she runs into a room and then there's a woman who is on a lot of drugs and or alcohol and then she sings a song about how she just needs a child to love and that she did something wrong in her life and then she realized that Opal is not Claire and then Opal runs into a room upstairs and she looks across the street at her house but her house is not there instead it is a billboard with a little girl advertising Opal's burgers with her initial family and then she has a little bit of a breakdown and now she's back in the kitchen with her initial family turns out she was claire all along the end yeah that pretty much covers it that's uh that's jack stauber's opal uh this is uh uh once you understand what's going on here uh this is (laughs) uh it's kind of bleak uh first things first uh this is uh most people just uh uh 
lump it in and, and call it a stop motion animation. There's definitely more than just stop motion going on here. They're clearly like, uh, and even in a single frame, they're like editing like claymation with, I, I believe, some live action footage uh, to form a, a larger uh, complete Ooh. image. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, visually, uh, really enjoyable. Uh, there, it, it's a unique style. Again, I think it's perfectly suited for the short film form. I don't know how much of this I could handle beyond just this little uh, short amount. Uh, but uh, things, you know, things. I was just listening to another podcast earlier this week, and they were talking about how things should just be able to be as long as they need to be, and it shouldn't matter what that length is. Uh, but That's what uh, she said. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I thought visually really interesting. Uh, I love uh, when she's looking at the house across the way uh, and they use that effect of the lace being pulled through the window to create the, the, the ghostly special effect. Uh, I really liked that. Uh, I like how this is very much... Uh, it's about an oppressed child with a terrible life uh, who, and the people uh, around her uh, just don't seem to really care. But they're also, this is more, to me, this is almost more about just general neglect of a child than necessarily aggressive abuse. Would you say the same? Yeah, absolutely. They're all uh, caught up in their own lives and they don't care what yeah. it's up to. Thanks for making me watch something super depressing for Spooktober. <laughs> uh, I guess it definitely is horrifying and I just have to bust in to let you know, wow, yes. you found uh, this visually appealing. I found this visually upsetting. I hate claymation. Fuck claymation. It scares me. It makes yeah. me feel so uncomfortable and they take claymation and all the family has exaggerated breathing and human uh -huh. hands. I haven't been so freaked out by human hands since Helen Mirren and Cats, where she had her human hands and they forgot to CGI out her wedding ring. This was upsetting. It's upsetting. Okay, you may continue. Oh, no, ugh, I, uh, I, I guess I, I, I should say uh, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you, uh, but uh, it's definitely a horrific visual display uh, in a lot of ways. But uh, no, I, uh, I definitely, I was. Uh, what I found interesting about this is the way it plays out. Uh, also, super cool that it's a musical. You know, it's it's a short musical uh, horror film on top of all of that. Uh, I thought all the little musical bits were interesting. Uh, but also, I think just it's just weird enough that I didn't latch on to what was happening until even kind of after. Like, she's already seen the billboard, and they're like, it, it took me a minute uh, to really piece together what was going on here because I was just caught up in the weirdness of it all. Uh, but, but just, you know, not too much longer after. Uh, I just thought it was, a again, a really excellent exercise in visual styling, uh, an incredibly bleak story, uh, but presented in a, in a very unique way. Uh, apparently, Jack Stauber has done a variety of, uh, of different uh, uh, film work, uh, I definitely want to go and check out some other stuff that he has done. Also, apparently, a musician uh, who does a lot of different kinds of music, including writing all the music for this short, uh, which is, man, it's some weird fucking music. Which was your favorite? 
Uh, I think my favorite song is probably the grandfather's song about why does it seem so easy to breathe on TV. That's I was the best just one. like, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, uh, it was, it, it was really something, and it, it definitely has that extra impact of just being the first one. Uh, it, it, unless you count, obviously, there's that little bit of of singing at the beginning when when the parents and the grandfather are are singing mm-hmm. to Opal, uh, and even that. Like my when I first heard that I was like, did he find some just old recording of a weird song, and just like that was the root of the idea, and then he took that and developed it into this concept around is that why? And no, it's just he's a weirdo and he makes in in the most complimentary way. Please allow me to clarify. I just realized I called him a weirdo, uh, but. Uh, I no, mean, you I did think all anybody them. who made this would be classified <laughs> as a weirdo. So and, and understand when you when you when you apply that label. So no, I guess not really even a lot more to say about it. I really uh, I thought it was really uh, excellent uh, uh, visual style. Again, I don't know that I would want something like this uh, for a feature length film. But by the same token, I think Mad God is one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. So who knows? I guess it would all depend on uh, the story being told and the ideas being presented. But uh, uh, I had a real good time with this one. Uh, I think if I was going to give it a score, I'd go four skulls out of this one. Okay, four skulls from JD. I have not given too much of an opinion yet, so I'm holding off on my scores. Y'all are going to have to wait just a few minutes because I tear it up. While watching this, I just got to say, Last week was our fan film uh, series. You know, we did a lot of classic fan film uh, stuff. And this fan film about Skinamarink was so much better than the full-length version. It's definitely giving me Skinamarink vibes. But with a neglected... Oh, no, I guess they're both neglected children. Fascinating. Thanks, Brain. So, yeah, Skinamarink style. But uh, it's upsetting. It was so upsetting. Um, My score... Oh, God. Because it's art. It's definitely art. And it definitely made me think, and I like the story, but it made me so uncomfortable, but it also was supposed to make me uncomfortable. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to feel about this? How do I feel about this? Um, okay. Okay. Well, but Baby- before you go into any, any scoring, Michelle, you mind if I, yeah. if I, if, if I, I, I peel back into that here? Uh, yeah. Like, like what kind of... Tell me a few things specifically that you found especially upsetting uh, in this film. Because don't get me wrong, I, I, I mm-hmm. agree with you. It's very dark. It's very bleak. It's very depressing. Uh, but uh, as much as I, I, I felt that, I myself never got to that place where I was Ooh, just like, Ugh. Okay. like I don't, I don't know if this is something I ever want to see again. Uh, this is something that I think I would I would definitely show to other people and, and recommend. So tell me a little bit about where this got to you on that level. Yeah, so this is one of those visual art styles that has just always made me feel uncomfortable. And it like makes me feel itchy looking at it. There is a full-length film called La Casa de Lobo or The Wolf House that is very similar art style. And these this gave me the same feeling. And it's I mean, there's just so much unnatural about it. It begins with 
her staring at her parents with these gigantic eyes and then they're all breathing so exaggeratedly and then she's watching the lace effect coming out of the windows made me feel itchy it just makes me uncomfortable to look at it and the way that things can transform in claymation and do transform like how the blind guide suddenly has her head as eyes and the father turns the mirror around and it's her face. It's one of those things that can only be achieved with claymation. And anytime I watch a claymation thing, it makes me upset. Or like that Mark Twain episode where they meet the devil. You know, it's just that feeling with claymation. Gumby, Gumby freaked me the fuck out. I don't know why people like Gumby. It made me so upset. The blockheads when they stole him and oh, the yeah. horse's name. Like it, it's so upsetting. Pokey. There's just something about clay. Yeah, thank you. There's something about claymation that immediately makes me feel like nauseous. It, it's like I have a thing about holes like lotus pods. And I feel the same way of like, oh, looking at that feels like danger. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it just it makes me physically itchy to watch this kind of stuff, which is then funny because Mad God, I agree, is one of the best right. pieces of work that has been made in the modern era. But I think that works for me because it never is like somebody morphing into somebody else because it's a claymation style. There's something that is specific to claymation in how as they're moving the characters, their faces can contort yep. and become these other yeah. things. And, oh, it makes me itchy. It makes me so it, itchy. Uh, it definitely uh, is, is sort of the definition of grotesque. Right. Yeah. It's this is not this is not uncanny valley stuff where it's really close to realistic but there's a, an obvious small gap this is yeah. definitional classic art grotesquery just comically distorted uh just really bizarre uh and i i guess i can i can understand that that's always actually a, a look and style that i've uh always kind of enjoyed but i i do agree with you i think part of what that uh that uncomfortableness and anxiety comes from for me at least visually is that that thing I mentioned, and and you've mentioned it as well, where yeah, there's claymation here, but there's also other things going on here. This is a weird, like each frame is almost like uh, a collage of different visual elements, and just the way they overlap and blend together, even on that level, there like there's a superficiality there that becomes really off-putting. Yeah. Um, I think, okay, so I've had time to to marinate a little bit, like a chicken uh -huh. breast getting ready to any go other, in the oven. Uh, before oh. you give us a score, any other mm -hmm. specific things that, that uh, you, you found uncomfortable about this, or was it just that general kind of uh, uh, grotesque claymation vibe? I mean, the story is also really sad. Well, I, sure, I was sure. so sad. I knew something wrong was, op was wrong with Opal immediately. I caught on right um, when she was finishing the Reflection Chamber song with her dad. I caught on like, wait a minute, this person, this person looked like her father and her grandfather. So then when she got to the mom, I was already aware of what was happening. And then I was just very sad. So yeah. I think that's this did what it wanted to do. It was sad. It made me uncomfortable. I am fine never seeing it again, um, but it was beautiful um, at the same time it got across the point. Uh, so I guess I will go with a 4.5 and I hope nice. I never have to watch it again in my life. You know what? It made me itchy. Uh, sitting here, sitting here marinating over it, I think actually getting to listen to you talk about it from your perspective a little more. 
Uh, and because the episode is not done yet, I'm going to uh, modify this, and I'm going to go right there alongside you with a 4.5. Match nice. scores, 4.5 on this. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're right. It definitely d- – but here's what I, I appreciate about it is this is – this is the thing that I think I feel walks that that line just perfectly, right? Where it's uh, it's definitely wanting to deal with really bleak, depressing, uh, difficult stuff, uh, mm-hmm. but it manages to balance it respectfully and not make it feel uh, exploitational in any way. Oh no, this felt like a, a drama piece. It was yeah. very upsetting and very moving. And I didn't expect that from Spooktober because I had not seen this or heard of it before. So but thanks for that, we, JD. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. This one. Uh, just as we wrap up, uh, one last thing that I want to mention, this movie also has some very interesting quotes in the dialogue as it goes along. My very favorite one is one from the, uh, the, uh, the bad mother, uh, the the neglectful um, uh, mother in the in the black house, uh, and at one point uh, she's talking about people who she thinks betrayed her, or let her down, or whatever, and she says they didn't repent the way I wanted them to, and I just thought, there's like there's so much density in that one sentence. I was just mm-hmm. like, that's a fucking line right there. <laughs> Holy yeah. My shit. favorite quotes also came from the mom. Um, the one that got me was, are you choosing to be a person today? Because yep. she knows her daughter checks out and she just doesn't care. Fuck yeah. this one. I never need to see this one again. <laughs> it was it was it was great. Four and a half skulls. Fuck it. I never want to see it again. Exactly. That's a, I'm hey, fine never seeing it again. I think that's a solid reaction, guys. So yeah. uh so that's what we're doing for today. That's uh that's Jack Stauber's Opal. If it sounds like uh, it might be up your alley even after we spoiled everything, go check it out. Uh I think again, just from a visual perspective, uh, whether you love it or it, it's really off-putting to you, you're, you're going to have something to talk about. What's tomorrow, Michelle? Tomorrow is unedited footage of a bear. It's just a bear uh, for 10 and a half yeah. minutes. Unedited footage of a bear. That's what we're going to be talking about that tomorrow. Is. Make sure you check out everything else. Uh, I don't know what else I want to say. Is there anything else you want to say, Michelle? Mm, just saying goodnight, I guess. Oh, well, say goodnight, Michelle. Goodnight, Michelle. We Watch Shudder is a production of Rat Factory Media, your home for all of today's Rat Factoryist podcasts. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of We Watch Shudder are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Rat Factory Media. But wait, aren't Rat Factory Media and We Watch Shudder the same people? Shut your cake hole, Charlie. Nobody asked you. We Watch Shudder is available free on all major podcast platforms, and the easiest way to support We Watch Shudder is also free. Just leave a rating and review on your platform of choice. Merge your consciousness with ours on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're at WeWatchShutter on all those social media platforms. Or find us the old-fashioned way on the web at WeWatchShutter.com or by email at mail at WeWatchShutter.com. Heck, you can even leave us a voicemail at 701-566-9510. No, seriously, 701-566-9510. Try it if you dare.